I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com. For all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Well, well, well. We're back again. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy fucking Friday. Weekend's here. Where you are, it's Friday. And I love it. We're back with even more Beverly Hills Angels. What a fucking week. This week, I thought this week was like a soft launch, but it was actually a fucking jettison for me. Honey, we've been rocketing to the, we we are going where the James Webb telescope peered into. That's where we are right now. (laughs) To to the galaxy's galussy, someone (laughs) had tweeted not the galaxy opening up its galaxy. It was like two hands. Like... It was, the galaxy was literally like spreading its little puss for us. And we, in the Milky Way's galaxy this week. It's, yeah. It's a true bussy, goatsy.cx moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did it and we're back and we're all caught up and it feels good. Feels great. I'm going to need some time to relax this weekend. Yeah, you do. It'll be good. You need to you need to come down from your luggage debacle. You've you've received your luggage in the mail. My luggage got here in one piece. Like everything turned out the way it should with my luggage, thank God, cuz some people have not been so lucky. I had two friends message me when I had like posted that message back and forth with Delta that one of their luggage has been lost since July 9th mm. and the other friends had been lost for a week. And I was just like, I'm really glad I'm not in either of those boats. Damn. I know it's, it's rough out there. So God, just like I narrowly escaped. <laughs> it's like the leftovers for luggage. It is good fucking luck with your luggage. J- this is like a true blessing. As Jamie Lee said to Sutton, Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Um, you know who doesn't who didn't doesn't have luck right now? Who? Our president. He's stricken. He's stricken with COVID. I was waiting for it and I then it, long <laughs> I was waiting for it and it it came it released. Donald Trump made his statement on Joe Biden getting COVID. Where did he make it? On his truth app? Just a statement from like on his website. Do you want me to read it to you? Did he call him Sleepy Joe? Yeah. I need a good, I need some entertainment today. <laughs> Joe Biden, who many have said is our worst president, has come down with a case of the, I don't even want to say it, the China virus, despite being vaccinated. I hope Sleepy Joe is able to bounce back quickly, much as I was. Doctors described my fight against the virus as Herculean, and not meaning the woke <laughs> Disney Hercules, but rather the Kevin Sorbo one, the Lou Ferrigno one. 
Joe, I wish you a speedy recovery, even though you are taking America in the wrong direction. No one wants Kamala. <laughs> I mean, okay, honestly, honestly, it's uh, work. It's, honestly, it's re- fucking work. There's a lot of it's obviously giving. it's repulsive, but it, it gives. It gives. It's. It might be. I think, to this, I say challenge accepted. Like if I were, if I were head of communications, I would be in challenge accepted mode and it would be a war of the words. And I truly believe that I could Trump Trump. Like I would go into just cunt mode. Like, Oh, you want to play ball? I'll give you a statement. That's what then I would one the fuck up you and make you regret you by the end of our back and forth would rue the day or, or Trump would be like this. Wait, I challenge accept you. That is so true. Sorry to be pointing through the zoom screen, but that is so true. The Democrats need to like step up their cunt game and just be like, yeah, and just be like, I will raise you bitch. Like Biden could take this moment to come up with his team could come up with a hilarious and they won't because they won't, they won't. But fucking lean into the go when they go low, go lower. It's time. It's our the jig's up. Just go I mean, low. It's already. He could do it. He like, could do it. And then tried everything. If he he can't it, do it. I mean, he can't do anything. But if, if he, he could, if he did it though, I would be like, yeah, I would be gagged. He could gag. You gotta us. get the gays and the girls on your side again. You gotta get the people. You gotta get the cunts on your side again because the cunts, though they do get a lot of hate. The cunts move the needle and make things happen. I w- the haters are just blah, 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 noise. Potus but needs- it's the real cunts out here that are off their asses working. And you got to win them over. And he is soft lobbed. This is like a yes and moment where you've been lobbed. It's open season. It's open you season, for- bitch. You come for me like that and it's open fucking season now. He, POTUS, he needs to gag. Give us a gag. Someone better work. Someone, and he he could have this moment, and I would honestly be like, "All right, Joe, like hell yeah, you know okay, what I mean? I all see right, you. all right, I yeah. see you, bitch." He could do this. Yeah. Biden is Trump is a Trump is basically a gay bitch, and he is just he just lobbed a huge hilarious blow at Joe Biden, and Joe Biden needs to return it and just sucker punch him right in the forehead. This is tennis now. This is a game, like. All pretenses of like any sort of dignified anything no, gone. are oh, they've been, long, long out gone. the window. They've they've been gone <laughs> since 2016. Like they're gone. We, it's time we for the done. claws to come out Let, and give us the old razzle dazzle. The Democrats need to get bitchy, and I need it. And I will. That's what that will save the party. Just leaning in and being like, "All right, you guys have been shitting on us for years now. We're gonna give it right back to you." God, and Matt, I would actually love to work for, like, if it was the kind of vibe where they were like, okay, like, you will be in charge of the response to anyone that's, like, rude to us. Like, you issue the response. Biden needs a That mini- would be a really fun job to just be like, oh, yeah, and then, like, <sighs> get someone that's just like. Biden needs, like, a mini room. Which are unethical in nature and in theory in general, but he needs to have like a writer's room of like legit funny people just come up with his like retorts. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like. <laughs> no, not. I'm talking about like 
I'm ready to just serve it right back at you. We're not talking. It doesn't. We're not talking about sake like, bombs. Like I don't need a gen like the gen sake like no whoa. like a smug like have a margarita on my high horse yeah. like no, yeah we need, no like, I'm not talking about girl bossisms I'm talking about I will get in the trenches with you and things are gonna get really ugly now because you poked me and I know like I know of myself and my own ability like whenever I, and it doesn't happen often like when I fought with people or even like online which hasn't happened much like it doesn't feel good to sink to that level but this is different where it's like this isn't a public sphere now and this is now the way the game is played unfortunately he changed the entire way that people at this level are meant to communicate and now it's time to rise to the occasion it and I think real... it needs to be a war of the words. I think you're right I think and mud slinging mud slinging slinging this, sl- this is flinging the plague bodies over the wall into the fortress city. Like this is now like yeah. we're in black plague era, like medieval. Just get in there, and Biden could honestly, it could help him. Uh, yeah. And people, it could get people back on his side, and it could, it could, it would be. We need a little entertainment. Also, it would days. just be a good distraction from his, like, flops. And also... If people are focused on, like, the cunty response rather than, like, flop after flop after flop, it would be a great a win for all. Yeah, do a little do a little smoke and mirrors, honey. Honey. I love no one wants yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's killing it. That's... You're killing it, mate. That's king level shit. I mean, whatever. Like, I mean, his, you have to give he, it up to someone who truly is so dedicated to the craft. We don't need that, like the racist like virus. I think that is like he, he he needs to go with that. But it's also just like my god, like still with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> like yeah. Okay. Like someone who's just like that committed to the bit, you have to like. Be like, hmm, okay. Biden, he has an opportunity. Let's see what he does. And we know he will not, but it's nice to imagine him just unleashing the bitch. A true unleash. Um, really fast. Do you know how I was just I just took Mango out for a little bathroom moment? And guess who I was on the elevator with? <gasps> Tara. Romaine. <gasps> From Selling Sunset. Hot? What like yeah, this? I know. No. What, what went, other romance? What, like um, <laughs> what if you went full Diana Jenkins and just licked your lips at him? Uh, I tried to get him. Mango was sniffing him, and I tried to get him to like. I was like, Mango, don't do it. And I was like hoping maybe it would like break the ice, and he would be like, cute dog. Nothing. I'll bet Tony could break him. He's good at that. Because he also will just invade someone's personal space and, like, actually jump on them. Until they acknowledge him. Yeah, and they can't... He's irresistible. He is. My little irresistible king. Um, no, Romaine was not having anyone enter his space. He's in his zone. He's what if he man. knows that you called him stupid on TikTok? He didn't look up at me, so I don't think he was... I, I think he was, he's sort the sort of person that, like, doesn't see, it's like T-Rex, like, his vision's based on movement, and he's, like, he's, you were still. he's just, like, one of those, like, unbelievably hot straight men that just, like, they don't see you. 
he's predator. He only sees like body heat. He has no facial recognition. Yeah, and like with gaze, he has like a cold spot, like just like. He only sees pussy. Uh huh. <laughs> it zooms in with the triangle. But yeah, that was that was a moment. Huge sightings abound. Um, what else? I think honestly, we can let's get to our... get into the real surprise. We have a surprise with we our have recap a special. Today. Yeah, we have a special guest today. Something for the summertime. Yeah, we're trying thing we're trying new things. We're gonna be peppering in a few guests here and there. And without further ado. Today's guest is hilarious. I've known her for a while. She's been on SUP before, I think talking about either Summerhouse or Vanderpump rules. She's been on Babe. She's been on Saving Sex in the City Three. She's a and she's a comedy force. And mm-hmm. just an all-around icon. And we love her. Um, we love her. So let's get Nori Reed in the Zoom. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Beverly, Beverly Hell's, Hell's Angels. Angels. Guys, today Guys. we have we're doing things a little differently today. We do things a little differently. <laughs> around here, we do things differently, and <laughs> today is no exception. We have with us a very special guest to talk about this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills episode. I'm shocked. Without... Carrie's shocked. I'm blessed. They're meeting for the first time. The stars are aligning. Ladies and gentlemen. Nori Reed. Nori Reed. Comedian, writer, actress, and bon vivant. Yeah. Would you would you call me this one a friend of the podcast? Am I a friend? friend? Of the yeah. Pod. Okay. Oh, friend of the sure. pod for sure. Jackdress of all trades. Oh. oh. <laughs> a a Renaissance feels... woman. Mm-hmm. What's the word you used for, for Carrie that was different? Bon vivant? No, uh the that he was like shrunk, shrunk. Oh, shunked. Shunked. So we recently, I, I was, I flub a lot of words. Mm. Um, I, and I was trying to say shocked and I said shunked. Ugh. And I so now, that. now we say shunked on the pod instead of shocked. That's like so, iconic. And shunked is actually, it ele- it's elevated. So like your presence today, I'm shunked. I love you and I have been friends on Twitter for kind of since the start of COVID, I mm-hmm. feel like. And we've been like, 
you and I share similar like dread of apocalypse we, and yes. um, just talking about that. And I just feel like you're truly one of the funniest people. And like I, everything you say, I'm like, yes. So I'm really happy that you're here. I feel like I feel like we're cut from the same cloth. Like we're both like very dark and kind of like like cultural commentators, like in terms of just like witnessing things that are so we, dark and twisted. We, we bear witness. And we, 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 we are do the, bear we, witness. Yes, we are the Greek choir. <laughs> we're the Greek choir. We're reacting. We're we're Yeah, we're we're yeah. like we're we're dread gays. Yes. You're drama your drama and comedy masks. Oh my god, we oh. are. Wow. Oh, Laura. You're so smart. Just You're throwing like, my two cents. That's Laura's. That's her musical theater background. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. Theater kid. I'm excited to talk about this episode. Were you shocked, Nori? What do you I make was... of the season, Nori, so far? People are saying that it's like a flop season, and I understand that, but I also am entertained. I don't feel not entertained i it's obviously mm-hmm. not matching the classic season two season like op, like those are seasons that can never be touched they are hall of fame like <laughs> incredible dark twisted fantasy moments like taylor in a suitcase like whatever <laughs> but like yeah but like but like so we're not getting that but i do mm-hmm. feel entertained i think the season is dark and like not a fun way like i feel like the dorit storyline some things are just like not entertainment and it's like kind of yeah. weird that they're like trying to make it entertainment and the way that she now has this upper hand to tell other women to not feel feelings like like when she was like like uh compared to what i went through honey that was a vacation <laughs> like when she said that i was like you're t- that's so fucked that you can't allow people other feelings because someone stole all your Hermes or I don't whatever I don't know <laughs> I, no, I, eh. exactly. I hate yeah. when people have like lord their trauma over others and it's like I, I hate when I hate when that anyone has to go through like a really shitty horrible scenario like their house being broken into and being held at gunpoint Bad. but I really hate it when it happens to like a shitty person that you want to shit on but you can't yes. because you have to like let them yeah. have their space to like comp- then you're the asshole if you're like shut the fuck up Dory. like then somehow you're yeah. the bad guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean exactly That's the, what's worse than bad things happening it's yeah. bad things happening to people you want to be able to tell the sh- shut the fuck up <laughs> exactly she, gets a, she kind of has like a home invasion pass forever Ugh. Yeah. No, just for just for a few months, I think. Mm-hmm. She but that can feel like forever. And Nori, I like the slight accent, but compared compared to what I've been through, you know, she's just yeah. like I. I feel like I agree. I think I was sort of going into like bandwagon of like, oh, this season's a flop, but now I'm like really enjoying it again. And I think Dorit's monologues are like Southern Gothic almost, and. I'm just here for them. It's like yeah. Arthur Miller plus Dorit, showgirls. Yeah, she's ex- the way she's experiencing life through new eyes and like her putting yeah. yes. on that act is in- it's in- it's showmanship and it, it is. is incredible to watch. <laughs> Have you guys seen Flatliners? That movie with like no. Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland. No. And it's this like ultra Joel Shoemaker, like ultra 1990 movie that is about med students trying to see what goes happens beyond death. 
and they like plug they unplug themselves and they die for like two minutes and then they come back and they all have these like otherworldly experiences and when they come back they're just like surrounded by like hallucinations and you know specters and i feel like that's what happened to dorit she like she's come back (laughs) with like she has like you know how beavers get new eyes underwater she has like (laughs) home invasion lens they do they get like a film over their eyes and now dorit is seeing things and like with new eyes. She like she completely becomes a social worker. She's like yeah. like cuz I feel like she's going to start conversations now with like did you know that the body keeps the score? Like she's like yeah. full on trauma. <laughs> like she's becomes a trauma specialist. Like I can't. 100%. Oh. She's like she's amazed by everything around her though nothing has changed. Her perspective has shifted. She's like do you I smell the earth now. You know, I smell light. She has like that thing where people can smell color. Synesthesia. Synesthesia. Yeah. Yeah. She's like every, she's enhanced. Well, I I don't, (laughs) how do you guys feel about um, her not telling her kids? Because I feel like kids know more than people think. And I'm wondering if they're going to internalize her going through something as their fault. Because that's what kids do. They, they, like, whatever's going on around them, they internalize it as they've done something right. and I, I just I don't know I could see in the future them going to therapy and being like she should have told like I wish my mom would have told me what happened so that I could be in the yeah. know I, you know what I mean yeah. I think that's probably what is going to happen yeah I think that's I mean it's I understand obviously her like why she didn't but she should. She could at least be like, "Mommy went through something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like detail, but just yeah. Some kids can really. Kids are smart. They really yeah feel things. They know what's yeah. up. Yeah, she could say something to them. I understand not being like, "See that door? The bad men came through there." Like yeah. the, the day yeah. after, but maybe in a couple weeks when things have settled down, she can sit them down and tell them that something bad happened, but it's all good now. And if mommy acts weird, it's not your fault. Like kind of thing. Yeah. I feel, I feel mm-hmm. like one day she's going to walk in on her daughter, like coloring and she's going to be like, what's that? And she's like, I'm coloring the night man, you know, or yeah. like some kind of, you know, it's going to come out in some weird well, wh- dream, dreamlike way. Which kid do you think is going to be gay? Both, of them. both, none. Okay, both. I think Queer the girl. Icons. I think the girl really? is just surprisingly will be gay. Surprise. I would see that. Do you think she'll like go full like rejection Butch. of like femininity because Dorit is so hyper feminine? That's a good point. Maybe trans. Yeah, I think I see a little future trans kid. Mm-hmm. I don't. Maybe I don't know. You got the vibe. What what's her name? I'm sorry, I forgot. Do we, do the daughter. Yeah, is it, like, is it like Phoenix or something? Phoenix. What's the son's name? Oh my god, Jagger. Asher. She wouldn't Jagger. even have to change it. Jagger. Yeah, that's yeah, a great. Phoenix is a great name. That's a great gender fluid name. It's a non-binary. Name. Non-binary. They should mm-hmm. both become trans and then yes. they just swap. Yeah, I, that's how it works. That would be really. People I don't know just that. Throw, just like to throw a like. Just a little curveball. She yeah. Dorit on her toes. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dorit would be a proud parent of a trans child. She'd like the attention. I think yeah. the attention would feel <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah, she would. She would love it. Yeah. Um, according to my, she'd trans find a kid, way to relate yeah. it back. 
yeah, to her trunk. She'd be like, yeah. after, before the break-in, it would have been a lot to deal with. But after the break, like, it would all come back. Or she, that. she'd be like, oh, your kid has a cold? Well, my trans, my trans kid is <laughs> transgender. Okay. Like, you know, like that kind of vibe. My children are transgender. Yeah. Not one, but two. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have colds. Yeah. <laughs> and they have colds. And they have monkeypox. <laughs> And they, oh my god! <laughs> and it, give it, give that a year. I think that's when we'll start seeing it in children. Um, but yeah, this episode was incredibly triggering, and mm. just like I hearts out to all those who were triggered by this because it was, it was I was triggered by it. Like it was a lot, but I I liked the messiness. Housewives franchise. In general, the franchises are really leaning into eating disorder storylines. Yes. And I I like I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they did it on Roan J with Jackie. She that was her like long that was her battle this season. Her long and COVID. I think it's yeah. her long COVID was her eating disorder. And she I think more women struggle with the I think a lot of more people not even just like women but like a lot of people struggle with disordered eating at more than you even think and to have like these women especially who are like they're so appearance centered talking frankly about like yeah I like have I feel the need to restrict or like blah 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 and their struggles with it it's like even thought the playing field in an interesting way where you're just like, okay, like it's, I think there's a big lie propagated that's like normalizes dieting and like live, like being so intense about your life that it just, it's not true. So it's nice to know that like the truth of what people go through. I like, I agree. And I also, this is a larger issue I have with Bravo, which is that I feel like when they, when they turned on the, the switch of like, okay, I guess we got to like, you know, be, you know, quote unquote, I hate the word, but like woke or like whatever. And like the, Mm -hmm. the issue is like, for me is that they don't take accountability at all for the ways that they've perpetuated all of these things. So like, obviously Bravo perpetuates a standard of, body image that that's you know supports eating disorders and then you know they've 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 supported racism and they've in the ways that they've had all white casts and you know not so there's been no acknowledgement or understanding of the ways that they have been a part of promoting these things and then now all of a sudden it's like all of this like compassion for it and it's so it it just makes me mad. I just get like mad about it. Yeah. It is really fucked up. It's like but that kind of is one thing that's an element of it that is fucked up, but it's also kind of incredible. It's like an incredible blind spot on the part of Bravo because it's like they instead of actually being like, okay, we like have fucked up and how can we actually fix this? It's the theatricalization of these issues for entertainment on their own network. And and, like the eating disorder stuff, it is good to hear, but there's also an element of it that's like, it's like a Tennessee Williams play. And it is like the trope of like 
rich women having like food issues that is kind of funny to watch and entertaining, but yet they're also kind of talking about it in a real way. So it toes this line yes. that's like, this is serious, but also not serious because you're on a fucking Bravo show. It's like camp. you're not gonna move. It's camp. And that's what Bravo does well. And I think the big struggle is like, do you want Bravo to continue to do that? Or do you want them to like take accountability? And I, I kind of always want them to camp it up. Yeah. And and they're never going, they're never going to do the accountability. So it's like, you're, I mean, you're right. Like the, the DNA of Bravo is they're going to go camp and entertainment with it. You're, you're absolutely right. And put it on the cast members to deal, to shoulder yeah. those things and like deal with them and navigate it's, them. It's just so messy and so like unentertaining sometimes whenever they're taking real issues that like, like racism, right? Like they're taking racism and then putting it into drama storylines. And it's so, it's like a, it's like a social experiment that they'll outlaw in 10 years. They'll be, we'll look back in 10 years and be like, like the Stanford prison experiment and be like, that was <laughs> yeah, wrong. They're gonna, Bravo's going to be like barred by like the FCC or yes. something in like, in like a decade because it's just from the trauma. Cause you know, how the FCC is going after TikTok right now. They no. want to like, Are they, they want to like get rid of TikTok cause they think it's like deep China oh. prop- like stuff. But yeah. I feel well, like that's going to happen. Is, with, but... It is, but we love it. Yeah. But, but we love but it. We need be, it. We love it. <laughs> we need it. We crave <laughs> But in we 10 can. years, they're going to they're going to look back on Bravo and be like, this is damaged a whole generation of millennial queers yeah. and straight and straight white women. And China's behind it somehow. China somehow did it. China will buy Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I they mean, will. reality television is like exploitative at its best and worst. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like as a viewer, you you oh, sign so on true. knowing that. Right. And I don't understand the mindset of anyone who watches without that knowledge or consent. That's the deal when you sign up to do a show like this is like you're going to get they're going to they will fuck you over. They'll like fuck they you over. Do- and if you're a viewer, you will watch people get fucked over and you'll like it. What's so interesting? What's so interesting about it is that I feel like Bravo managed um, historically, Bravo managed to stay out of trashy television, like, uh, label. Like, like it was able to somehow be its own kind of not, Elevated. you know, it's not fear factor. It's not, it's, it's in this own kind of, and like, it's interesting because I think when it was rich white women only, somehow it worked. But now that they're having to include all these different types of people, it's like, it is this social experiment that, is so fascinating because it's because all the women, even though they're they're diverse in in race, they're all wealthy, and so right. it's like when someone is so wealthy, they aren't can't, they can't represent their 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 marginalized identity anymore. Like if you're if you're so wealthy, you are no longer in touch with that identity that's marginalized, right? Yeah, you yeah, kind of transcend. That's any sort of marginalization yeah. the more money that's in your bank account because you just have the money to not have to deal with those problems. Well, I think that's why like Vanderpump Rules for so long was such was such a lightning like lightning in a bottle because it was like middle class people and like struggling working people 
doing, you know, smoking cigarettes in an alley and like work, working at a shitty restaurant. And I think that felt like new because wealth is sort of like, that's like the final frontier of like reality television. Like no one wants to see anyone that's not rich anymore. So when you have people who are like working at a restaurant or on below deck, they're working in a yacht mm. and like sleeping in like fart rooms, you know, people, <laughs> people like to see that, but then eventually they get rich. Yeah. You know, so that it's like, they can't do, they can't cost like Vanderpump rules. Like they were cosplaying as like poor. And it didn't work you know? anymore. And it didn't work. Yeah. And then now it's like kind of shitty. And you want, I like, it's like that Downton Abbey thing where it's like, you want the upstairs downstairs of something like, sir, where Definitely. it's like, you have the housewives. You also have yeah. these like people living in Hollywood squalor. They should have just made Vanderpump Rules like below deck and just switched out the cast after like a couple seasons. Yeah, like I want. I felt I felt seen when I saw like their shitty vertical blinds. I like would look at my shitty vertical blinds and hear them like clacking in the wind, and I'd be like, "All right, I'm in LA," you know? Yeah. This feels like a this feels like a PhD program. Like this is yeah. like the university of Bravo. I'm like like this. We are getting into some really deep. I I this love is it. PBS. This is like a PBS is. Sunday morning. Like yeah. in retrospect, <laughs> you know, it's a genius level podcast for a reason. Mm-hmm. You, you guys are smart. I'm sorry. You I'm are. Just gonna say it. You are You're too. Smart. No, we're at, we're actually having the most intelligent combo we've probably had in. A long time because you're I'm on. Sorry. And we're talk- I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. Are you kidding? We love to talk about this, but like usually we're just like, I'm shunked or like talking about like, you know, dogs, 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 anything. But we can get into the episode. This is a good transition mm. to like, uh, just get into this week's episode because there is a lot to talk about. Number one, it opened with Dorit FaceTiming Rinna. Everyone's stricken with COVID on and off throughout this episode, which was a grounding force. It, it brought me back to the world we live in. But Dorit and Rinna had some sort of technology that I have a lot of questions about. Dorit had this like crystal thing at the bottom of her phone that she was gripping as she FaceTimed. Oh. And I was like, what is that? I was like, is this some sort of like rich person blocking out? This thing, something we don't know, like oh, all of us regulars 5G. don't know about. 5G. Yeah, or like, or like surveillance or something. Each each rich person is given a crystal to attach to their phone that blocks out any sinister surveillance force. Or like radio waves. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rinna had this laser thing. I and that. I was wondering if it's like, there's this new laser wand that I've gotten Instagram ads for that's like, the world's first like strong handheld at home laser and i was like oh amazing like i want one like clicked through i was like how much could this be like it's legit twenty seven hundred dollars and i was like oh well i bet you got it for free too right i mean like oh, they, yeah, they get everything for free she I went ah! she went <laughs> i'm lasering off my chin hair and Dorit went oh 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 I shouldn't be I should be calling back go do your thing because she's basically she's like oh you're fingering yourself or, or like you're you're dildo fucking yourself right now she's like oh no Rina I should be calling back and she's like no 
I love like Dorit thinks Rena's literally like on the floor being like, uh, <laughs> and, and then being like, oh, a FaceTime. Like as though that's yeah. how it works when you're like <laughs> mid, <laughs> mid vibration. Yeah. Mid masturbation. <laughs> yeah. She, she was like, oh, I have to film in. 30 seconds but let me try and get a rock off before we've all been there we've all been there we all have to get on that zoom what do you think i was doing before this i barely made it on okay we've all been there so rinna garcelle and ej global all have covid and yeah. i was like took me back to omicron and i was deeply i just didn't want to be there You're, yes mm-hmm. i blocked it out i was like no. i actually i've been like we were going to watch the new, my fiance and I were going to watch the new Below Deck season. And I was like, I don't want to see it because I don't want to see people in masks. I like can't, I need, it can't, you know what I mean? Like I've gotten to that point where I can't see people in masks anymore on these Bravo shows because it just fucks me up. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> that was me like last year where I was just like, please take them off for the love yeah. of God for TV. Um, I was a, truly shocked by Jamie Lee Curtis absolutely participating in the filming of a reality TV show episode. That was, I had chills and I love the movie Halloween, the original it's set in my town. I feel deeply connected to it. So I was very emotional seeing her with Kyle. I will say I be not, I feel like I'm going to not to just like, complain about things but like it did annoy me when she was like kyle i don't care about your gray hair i don't care about your this house i care about what's in here i was like stop like you're not jesus christ like what is what is this like jamie lee curtis jesus christ moment well i do love i i had the same cringe and i but i also loved it because i love that in all her interviews especially about halloween she's like you know that famous compilation where it's like halloween is a movie about trauma you know so she's she's very body keeps the score right now she's my body for (laughs) sure she's emrata my body i was pissed when like i thought she was in it to win it and then after her spiel she was like well i'm gonna go and i was like wait no that's not how like you have to stay till the end of the scene you don't just get to leave i kind of like bravo she was full of power moves and a holier they, than thou. Like she's the fixer. Well, what shocked, which what truly shook me was that all the women stood with their hands folded. What while Jamie, like they stood at attention for Jamie Lee. Like everyone was kind of. It was the even Diana. They were all like this because it was like she is Jamie Lee Curtis. It's, and it's it was. I like seeing them being dommed by someone more yeah, famous. It's a great reminder that they're not actually famous. Like whenever, <laughs> yeah. an act, when an actual celebrity is there, you're like, Oh my God, you guys aren't actually, you're just rich and you're, but you're not, you have no actual talent that like, and yeah, it's amazing. And do we, we all know that Jamie Lee is a baroness, right? Oh, I do remember that. What that do she, you mean? she comes from, from, uh, yeah. Christopher Guest is a baron. Her husband, his family is like their British royalty. Oh. And so she's actually her on her like official it says she's a baroness of like some place in the UK. Wow. And so she I think she's been to Parliament wearing like a a royalty sash. So she's legit royalty. Wait, 
That's why she came in and was that Princess Diana vibe. She was coming yeah. in as Princess Di in the AIDS clinic. Like that's what was <laughs> she going on. Literally was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she is she was shaking hands. Yeah. She yeah. was shaking hands for the first time. Yes. All, yeah. Oh my god. That's, <laughs> she was in an AIDS hospital. Yes. Her AIDS wow. is our gray hairs. Yes. She goes, I don't give a shit I don't about care. your grays. I don't, I don't care. About I don't care about the glue care. on your eyes. I'm going to touch that glue. Your she, she kept going like this. <laughs> and Kyle was kind of like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. She has to defer to her, of course, because she's revitalized her career. But wow. I loved Jamie Lee going, and this is Sutton? Like, didn't know how to say Sutton. <laughs> yeah. Sutton. Sutton. Sutton? Mm-hmm. Kyle's like, yeah. Old lip smackers herself, Diana Jenkins, descends on the house. And they reveal, like, someone says, like, oh, so-and-so can't be here because she has COVID. And Jamie Lee goes, hard times. <laughs> <laughs> they, she's not wrong. I was, I thought she was just dropping, because she's appeared on it before. Like three yeah. times, I feel like. So I was like, "Oh, she's just gonna make a little cameo," and then I was, I was like, "Oh, she's present for the luncheon." I wonder if I'm, I'm just assuming Bravo made like a good donation to the. They probably made like a big donation to her charity, maybe for her to stay that. That's what I'm assuming. Back what that happened in the back, that that's how they got her to stay so long. Was like they gave money. I don't know. And. And I think Kyle was like a really big selling point for Halloween Kills, surprisingly. And I think Jamie mm-hmm. knows that. And they're all under Universal. So I think Jamie's doing like. Oh, cross. Yeah. Deep, deep level cross promotion. So. Cross promo. And she gets to like hawk her charity or get a lot of screen time devoted to yes. her charity. And then I guess got 50K from both Kyle, like Kyle and Diana's donations combined so hmm. forgive me for, if you've already spoken about this have you figured out why diane licks her lips like that like what is the, what is it <laughs> like is it no, a plastic you know? surgery thing or i think it's a nervous i think it's a nervous tick oh, i think okay. she's i think she's just not used to being filmed so and once she watches her footage back she'll be she'll train herself to not lip smack mm. but i think like she'll always be just lip smacking you think she'll lip smack for years a, to come? I think it's a power move. It's so <laughs> like even do, you doing do that. I froze. My flight or flight. My fight or fight response was just freeze. I've seen that before. My nana used to when she would rummage through things. She would go, and I would always mm. like look at her, and I'd just be like, "Nana, stop!" <laughs> you know. I feel like I've seen women with a lot of plastic surgery do it. Like it's some like reflex from. Maybe there, mm-hmm. there's like dry mouth from dry something pulled tight. Pulled. Yeah. I but like, can you just get. I just have to say too about Jamie Lee. Like, I love her. Obviously, she's like true, like icon. But every every interview I see her and she's funny and really she seems really like has a good vibe. But she also has galaxy brain of someone that's been famous since she was before she was born because of her parents. So she like you just see this is what it's this is what happens when you've been a celebrity since day one is you just like say and like link things together. Like she linked some kind of like 
police brutality or something to Halloween at one point. Like, I was, like, just complete celeb brain at its peak, and I just, I'm here for it. I I, love it. I just remembered, I went to college with her daughter. Oh. Um, Yeah, so I went to Kenyon, and her daughter went there, and so her and Christopher Guest would be just, like, around campus. and Kenyon. Kenyon, and basically, it's like a school for, like, I mean, I I grew up very poor, but it's a school for, like, wealthy L.A. kids who want... It's an amazing school, Who want to, like, try something different, because it's in, like, rural Ohio, so, like, it's... They want to like be live that life for four years or whatever. But um, anyways, she bought all of her. So her daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis, bought her daughter's friends all cars for graduation. <gasps> yeah. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I want to be you her friend. Up by not getting in that group. I know. I. What kind listen, of cars? Um, I. Can't remember exactly, but I think VW Bugs. I'm pretty sure it's VW Bugs. Like her cute, daughter cute is ones. trans, right? Uh, not the trans daughter. The the, oh, the normal one. The cis daughter. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the trans daughter she... does not. Her friends. Her and her friends don't get caught. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Were you friends? Get Hummer. <laughs> what VW Bugs though? I'm sorry. Like that's what, a little. I trade that in. Like, new ones or vintage ones? At the time, they were the really, like, cute, like, the ones that... They were kind of the Mini Cooper of the time. Mm. Yeah. It's like a look. They have, like, lashes on... You know, some people put the eyelashes on their VW mug. It was kind of a girl boss car. (laughs) Yeah. Just a cute... It was cute, I guess. I don't know. I did... uh, Yeah, I I fucked up. Because I didn't... I wasn't... (laughs) You could be bugging right now. Yeah, like, I didn't, like... You know, were you were you looking through the window blinds at at the like gifting and just being like, God damn I it! Know. I, we we took a, I was in a couple classes with her. She was she was a dance major, so she like I, I was not a dance major, so we didn't really. <laughs> but we took a couple classes together. I, we weren't close at all. She, she, but yeah, she was definitely like cool girl. You know, mm. I mean, her mom was just on campus like all the time. It was crazy, just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> giving tours yeah yeah i i didn't have anyone famous dorinda went to my college <gasps> and treat williams that's amazing that's and the cool. sheriff from jaws but that's about it allegedly kanye west went to my college and that was the school that he dropped out of before like when he's referencing college dropout but i have tried to google it and it's not confirmed but i'll i'll lay i'll lay that brag on you yeah, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Back in the Casa de Richards, Jamie Sutton enters and she and Jamie have a moment. She goes, Jamie goes, are you wearing Dolce & Gabbana? And Sutton goes, yes, I am. Are you? And she goes, no, it's old Algin. Yes. And I was like, (laughs) yikes. Proudly wearing Alexander Wayne. Ugh. 
It's like, honey. They don't care. They'll wear it. No. If it makes them look good, they don't they don't care. Both Dolce and Gabbana and Alexander. I'm like, why are we still like Dolce and Gabbana has had this renaissance where everyone's just like, they're fine by me. And like, we all want to wear them. And I'm like, you guys, they're like the worst. Yeah. Biden wears them. Everyone wears them. Yeah. Everyone loves them. Uh, Sutton's supposed to be seated next to Diana and then switches seats. So Cherie sits next to her instead. And Dorit, Dorit is truly doing her best acting work going across the table to Diana. I heard you had lunch with Sutton. (laughs) And then Diana goes, I am disgusted by her. She offended my space. I went home and I scrubbed. And Mm. she had to scrub herself clean from her meal with Sutton. I love that. It's so rich. It's like a very Catholic ritual. And Dorit goes, really? (gasps) Is Dorit on pills in this scene? She's high on life. I'm telling you, this is her amazement. This is her post-trauma amazement at every single thing that happens i also loved when when they separated sutton and diana jamie lee curtis goes i'm learning a lot already (laughs) it's like hell yeah she has eyes on everyone and everything jamie Mm -hmm. lee sees all no (laughs) one escapes her gaze where she's going like this with a glass of iced tea (laughs) And then Dorit c- continues her amazement when Jamie shows off all the like Ugh. wares. I was like, so is this just a gift bag or like you sell this on your website? Like I I don't get it, but like go off, I guess. And she's like, this is a dog leash. This is a candle. And Dorit goes, wow, really chic. Honestly, oh. very chic. So chic. She's like, it's an item from each canceled designer. We have <laughs> every, every canceled. <laughs> Every designer accused of sexual, sexual assault. harassment or, you know, trans or homophobia. Yes. Racism. You name it. We have it in the gift bag. And all proceeds go to my hand and yours. Yes. How big was that bag? The biggest bag of all time. It was big. Like, I want to buy an apartment in there. I want to pay rent in her little swag bag. You could sleep in it. She. I'd let her carry me around. Mm-hmm. She'd do it. What if she pulled you out of the bag at lunch? <laughs> and this, and this gay, <laughs> this gay, he's funny, and he will make he will make you laugh. And Dorit goes, wow. "Oh, honestly, oh. chic. Honestly, so chic." Her trans daughter had the most like annoyingly like cringe queer wedding I've ever seen in my life. It was oh, horrific. Lee. So they're talking about Dorit. Oh no, no, no! Jamie Lee Curtis's real trans daughter had, yeah, like, had a, like a a cosplay. Like it was so cringe, and I was like, "This is why people hate trans people." <laughs> I was like, th- "Because this is why Middle America looks at trans people and they go, they go, we don't like them because that's what they think we do." Mm. Oh my god, I'm looking was... now. Do you guys remember? Oh. It was. This was the time of delisted. This Peter Pan, adult Peter Pan, like he was like an original like internet viral sensation. Do you remember this, Laura, from delisted? Uh, keep going, and maybe my memory will get refreshed because I so like whatever it is you're doing. I'm liking it. There was this figure that this. Nori, did you ever read delisted? Uh, it's 
same as Lara. Yeah, it's like yeah, in yeah. there. It's in there. Um, it was like a actually funny Perez Hilton and like smart and witty and just like the real good slip. But there, he always fixated on these certain internet characters. And there was this guy who was an adult Peter Pan and like lived as Peter Pan. And he had a, and he had a wedding at medieval times to Tinkerbell, like a woman who lived as Tinkerbell. And he was clearly gay, but it was like, he was marrying this woman who was like, Oh, she would marry a gay man. Um, and they had this full like goth medieval times wedding. And I watched it. It was on like, windows media player like it was in five parts and i really shitty editing and i watched repeatedly in college i would watch peter pan's wedding and (laughs) when i saw jamie lee's daughter's cosplay wedding i was like this is peter pan's medieval times wedding anyway yeah it's a it's a a dark sorry yeah Mm mm-hmm this is i feel like this is trans people like we can't give trans people too much money (laughs) Because we we will do like weird things with or too it. much freedom. Uh, one could argue. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this podcast canceled. I'm like trying so hard. I'm People like, are going to be like, this guest was transphobic yeah. and you know espousing hate. People are going to be like, cancel Nori Reed. People are going to be like, this gay man guest was really transphobic against <laughs> trans people. Fuck like you should have to apply to have a, like a cosplay wedding like you should yes. really there should be a long application process a mental health evaluation yeah, yeah. you should and you need to get some a, disclaimers all cosplay weddings have to be approved by the state i think mm. they just send a letter to the state the homeland security and state department and just like go through them mm-hmm uh jamie lee oh so kyle is like i'm gonna give twenty five thousand dollars, and diana goes i'm matching it and i was like this is a power move she's literally saying that like for sutton like in a challenge mode well they cut to sutton Mm -hmm. and she kind of has like a moment where i'm like oh is she's gonna do it she's gonna whip out that pen and check match it yeah match it she doesn't (laughs) alas and then (laughs) jamie goes well that's it i uh i gotta go and stands up and she looks at Sutton. She goes, good luck to you. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? <gasps> if Jamie Lee Curtis told me good luck to me, I would. Oh, I think and I would self-harm. Move yeah. I'd move away. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's like an omen. It's bad. What does she know? What does the Baroness know? And then the Baroness goes, peace, peace and leaves. <laughs> Gets back in her her Escalade and drives back to like wherever the fuck. I, Job well done. I'm really I really feel like my energy today is just like being way too hypercritical. But like Jamie Lee Curtis just gives me that like white liberal vibe that like to me she just encapsulates what a white liberal is and like it really she Jamie Lee Curtis thinks that she's the most radical hippest <laughs> radical socialist in the world and it's like. Because you were why? Because you like talk to the help, or like I don't like what is it that like makes you radical? She accepts You're... gray hair. She has like <laughs> women's march vibes. Yeah, it's this. It's this Which smug. <laughs> yeah, it's the smugness for me that like it's that kind of just like Democrat liberal. The smugness, so wealthy and the certainty that you are on the right side of history. And here we are. And it's I like see. Your dad. 
Your dad was yeah. Tony Curtis. She she probably <laughs> she left that luncheon and was like, there was a black woman there, and the way that I gave her medical attention, <laughs> and you know it was my honor to give that African American woman. It was it, that, I, to I, fix yeah. her eyelash. Yeah, to apply glue. Yeah, glue. I'll I'll help glue you. her eyelash on. I don't care. And, I'll get right up there. And right the wrongs yeah. of this other white woman who clearly didn't know a thing about mm-hmm. gluing eyelash. an eyelash yeah. on an African-American woman. <laughs> like she's She is that kind of brain. Yeah. But I, I, there's something really, like, it's like hilarious to me about that. Because it is just so, it's like this self-satisfied, yes. like... Like completely unself-aware, like smugness that I'm just like you're the worst person. It's it started when she got <laughs> short hair. Like once mm. she like cut her hair short, as it tends to do, as it tends yes. to do. She was like, "I'm mm-hmm. queer." Like I feel like it was just like this moment of like, "I'm a queer." Like I'm radical. I'm a trans mom. I'm trans. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It was just like no, you cut your hair. Like okay. Like, I don't know. The shorter the hair, closer to God. Yes. She got a pixie and was like, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> in theory. In, in image. Well, it's like that. What's that Alyssa Milano quote from Twitter where she was like, I'm gay. I'm trans. Yeah. I'm Latino. <laughs> yes. I'm African-American. <laughs> like all, all the things. And people were like, yes. Yeah. Do you remember there was this like really insane campaign that happened in the early 2000s around the time of like Misha Barton's peak? And it was, I think, some sort of fundraising thing for Africa, but it was all these white women in like with like a splash of like tribal yes. body paint. And Gwyneth the, Paltrow. The, and it was I am African, and M- Misha did it. Gwyneth did it. Like it is, you can Google it. It's uh, it's it's wild, insane. That was in People magazine. Like you'd turn the page, and there would be the I am Africa, or yeah. like I am why African. am I blanking on this? You'll remember when you see it. It's... They have done a good job of erasing the I am Africa campaign from yeah. history, but I'm here to bring it back and remind everyone that we are all no. African. So this was like pre no hate. Yeah. Remember? I think No Hate got, seems to have been inspired, maybe, from... No Hate was my favorite. Sheena Shea doing No Hate is the ultimate... <laughs> okay, my, my suspicions were true. They even made the they made the photographs black and white. Yeah. To make, to appear that... We don't see color. Yeah. 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 SJP did I Am African. Wow. Oh, and it's like all tribal paint. Oh my god. God, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. She she looks good. Yeah, I'm like, oh uh, well, she's killing it. She's killing it. Hmm. But with the Gwyneth one is like with the, like the tribal jewelry and the beadwork. Oh, it's a it's really incredible. Oh, oh wow. Liv Tyler did it. Wow. Where is where's Liv Tyler? Where is Liv? Where is That's she? My question two. I want to know. Oh my I miss god! Her. I really enjoy her. For a while. Yeah, I love her. Wow, Heidi and Seal did it. Giselle did it. Okay, I'm gonna see the news of Liv Tyler. N- nothing. Oh we my! We need her back. Yeah. Where is Liv Tyler? Maybe she's on holiday. 
she's just taking a breather for now. Steven Tyler's been through some shit recently, I feel like. Maybe she's supporting him. Oh, what's he going through? I think he just went to treatment for, like, drug and alcohol, something or the other. I just sent you guys a link in the chat to all the I Am African campaign photos. Ooh. Just so you can take a gander. Mm-hmm. Damn. It was just Liv Tyler's birthday. Mm. She should be on Real Housewives. Yes. Oh, my God. Not Sting. 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 Not Richard Gere. Seal and Heidi Klum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alan Cumming. Oh, no. Oh, no. I love him. Too. I love all these people. Yeah. Um. So the luncheon, Jamie Lee leaves, and then they all kind of filter out into the parlor slash bar. And I did have this moment where, well, first Cherie comes for Sutton, kind of. Mm-hmm. And Dorit tag teams. Sutton did come in hot in the initial, like, conversation at Garcelle's party with DJ. Like, she she came in hot. but Yeah, she, she sort of... Um, Nori, my, we have a little balls hanging. I don't wait if you see this it's like in the background um she <laughs> what, how dare just, you I just started seeing it and I was like oh yeah she did come in hot she sort of set the tone and she was aggressive and she was doubting and putting on her like little de- I know <laughs> she's putting on her little detective hat. <laughs> what I just had to call attention to it because it sometimes I forget that they're there now and they're people swinging have like, people have been like what are those and I'm like it's a cock and balls. Just balls and uh, cock. I love that you're, you're like, they have to be there. Yeah. They cannot, like, will, cannot move, will not move. I know. Um, she sort of, she kind of went after, I understand why Diana got defensive. Yeah. And I think Sutton needs to kind of own that. And I think she eventually does. But she, she I think it was taking her a while to accept that she sort of started it. She started and then Crystal, meanwhile, is opening up to Diana and Kyle about her recent eating disorder struggles. Can I just say, when Crystal was at the bar making drinks, I had, like, a moment where I was like, God, she's a cool big sister. You know? Like, she has that popular cool older sister vibe, and I just was into it. She's cool. I always though Nori's like really ha- <laughs> I have to eye roll whenever whenever someone's like I wanted to post a picture but I just felt so bad so I decided to just get real and it's like her in like a private jet being like I know, so that was- and I'm like okay you are like she was sorry on the PJ. for your struggles sorry for your struggles genuinely but like this is it's uh, again it's like theatrical it's a it's theater it's not that's not real people who think they're like getting real on instagram are never really getting real no one gets real on instagram it's not meant for that crystal's like i would have loved to eat the food on the pj okay yeah the the pj has incredible food i wanted to eat it and i can't i had to take to instagram and then Kyle goes out of nowhere. She goes, so you eat a little and you throw up. Ah, God. It, I can't <laughs> even. Kyle, Crystal ugh. was so uncomfortable. I was like, this is. 
I was like, Kyle, you need to be a writer on Grey's Anatomy. She needs a professional help. I think that Kyle is one of the most... I think that she's a sociopath. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with her? What what person does that to another person? Just like hounds them about... What oh. do you do? Tell me, tell me the mechanics. So it goes down and it come like, up? Yeah. All these women, like the people that had a reaction like that are also... It's like, I feel like that's the reaction of other people with like disordered eating shit. It's like you do actually get like you kind of start talking about it in that way, which is part of the like... I guess disease of eating disorder is like the sharing of information and like tactics. But I think to watch it on a show, it's like uncanny. for them to, yeah, to like not have that awareness of like, you shouldn't like, so you eat it, you eat a little bit and throw it up or like you eat a lot. Like, and then, but then that flashback to Kyle as like a 13 year old, I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I just have empathy for like chill, like little Child girls. Stars. Yeah. Like, or just like, young girls (laughs) feeling that way because you like see you're just like oh my god you're so beautiful and like young and how just like fucked up everyone gets and then the more this episode went on the more i was like wow everyone on this show has a terrible eating disorder then i'm like i have an eating disorder Everyone I know has meeting disorder. (laughs) I was like, Sam. We all have. Yeah, we all have fucking eating disorder. I was like, I was like, this is. I think that's why it was like. I was like, oh, because I, I don't know. But just Kyle being like, tell me, do you put it down? And then you put it up. And never. But they like were like, yeah. I was like, this is fucking crazy. I would have been like, I can't. This is. I would have been like, this is wildly inappropriate right now, Kyle. I'm obsessed. I love that Bravo's like, yes, we're doing it. And I love that they air this shit. And then at the end of this episode, they're like, if you or someone you know is struggling oh with what and the, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure tons of people are watching this and then calling the hotline afterwards. Like, you got there. And I bet Bravo execs like patted themselves on the back for another, like, mm. cool. They're like, we are going to get a Peabody for this one. <laughs> Crystal says that she hates being in her body, which was a sucky thing to feel. No, and it was like, it was very, I've never heard someone on a reality show, like, talking about an eating disorder, like, say it like that. So I was, it was intense. And then Diana goes, I'm so sorry, love. I know how much you love food. (laughs) I was like, you fucking bitch. You got I would have literally been like, fuck you! Uh. Oh my god. We all got it. Oh, my phone's a missing an endangered mode. elderly. Oh my god, I had getting... not disturb on. I missed it because my phone's on airplane mode. I'm like, honey, I Just... don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you telling me? <laughs> I work from home. <laughs> I'm not out in these streets. I can't, I can't go out there. <laughs> it actually was an alert for. I can't look for them right now. It's for Lisa Rinna because she's been missing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what if we got an alert that because Biden has COVID? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Prayers, honestly. Truly, he's he'll be fine. Will um, 
Um, that's if another takes, podcast. <laughs> I saw someone saying if it, if this takes Biden out and didn't take Trump out, Trump will never stop talking about Literally. it. Literally. <laughs> never. All of this leads to Sutton and Diana just like not kindly squashing their drama. Well, with Diana, you never know what's real. Because could like next episode, she's like, it was so uncomfortable. I had to say anything to get her to stop. Like, you know? No, I was fake. I was very fake. I scrubbed for hours after that. I had to exfoliate. I love Diana. She goes, time out. Time out for both of us. And Sun goes, <laughs> Yeah. They might Awkward. be like, they might actually be like astral twins. They're the same. They're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. I mean, they're both like they're too wives similar. who inherited millions, millions of dollars after their divorce. Yeah. Like they are the same person. Yeah. Also, Diana's house looks like the parasite house. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I didn't come. I saw someone tweet that. I'm not. That's not an original thought, but I had to share that. I can't get a sense of her house. Like, is it a box? Is it just a big box? Yeah, I can't or figure it, it have... out. Yeah, I'm like, is it small or is it huge? And it just, just like a huge box. It just room. keeps cutting to that fireplace element. Mm. They just keep cutting to it over and over again. She has a moat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things going on. And I'm like, like, is it. that a driveway or the entrance? Is that the grass fake or real? Like, I have so many questions. How do they have sex? I always like, whenever I like see that her and her partner yeah, i just husband. it makes me wonder like but like literally though like what do they do in sex like is it loud or not quiet or yeah i just i have i don't know it makes me wonder just wonder what it's like i too wonder about their attraction to each other the and top, if like, there is Diana's. any attraction. okay she pegs him. Gay, right she pegs He's... him yeah. He might be either gay or bi. Definitely, I yeah. Like. He's getting bisexual. Bi. I feel like they have, like, mental sex. Mm. Like, almost almost um, avatar sex. They, yeah. st- they stare and she licks her lips. She goes, oh. And he just comes. Yeah. Or, like, cone think... heads. They just, like, touch their... Yeah. Mm. They, have, they each have a dorsal fin that's sort of... <laughs> comes up and just kind of they like rub each other and then they both come mm. they're reptilian for sure oh 100 or he sings i feel like he sings to her and then she like comes to it or, or something because he sings yeah, they have they have sonic sex <laughs> Our diana, sex. Diana, diana just goes like this opens her mouth and like the sound of the, the universe sonic. comes out yeah yeah, and yeah he just and he just like goes into like almost like 2001 like stargate moment yeah. <laughs> and then that's how they conceived their daughter at the age of 50 or whatever mm-hmm. it's the kia summer sticker sales event so give your friends something to look at like a b&b with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. EJ is in a place of top bun in COVID isolation. She has like PNP hue lighting, which yeah. I have. So I related. Uh, LA Magazine ran a big expose on Erica Jane a year after the fact. <laughs> if, if anyone knows, everyone knows that LA Magazine is like, no one reads. Yeah. No one reads that. So it's not even like an issue or a thing. I was like, that's still around? I didn't even realize that that oh was like God. in circulation. It's so and sad that she had to make that her drama. Like, she loved they it. They called me ambitious. As though that's a bad thing. What? Would they rather me be lazy? She goes, I can't divorce Tom. I'd have to pay him alimony. So I'm stuck with him. I'd rather be I, married. I'm, I love that moment, though. I actually laughed and it tickled me because that is so ironic and hilarious. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's an she incredible this, twist. It's hilarious. I love that. That's That was like sort of an underlying question that I had. Like, why haven't they gotten divorced yet? Now, now we know. It's like a Larry now David episode. It, it was like, truly like, it, it was like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was, there's something so beautifully funny about that. It's poetic justice. Poetic, yeah. And I, Rena's outside on her terrace with like the Encino Mountains yeah. behind her. And she's going, ah! like coming out of her COVID cocoon. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kathy, we finally, finally, Ugh, Kathy wow. makes an appearance. Yeah. It's tense. She and Kyle, there's tension. Ooh. Hugely, right? It's bad. Sexual. It, don't, it chilled me. Sexual, it, it was sexual. sexual. You can cut it with a knife. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was, I too felt that. And I felt when she says that she hasn't been able to get in touch with Kathy, I'm like, uh-oh. Something's starting. Mm. Yeah, it is starting. How often does Kathy Hilton change her number? I, I think she, she said, blocked Kyle. I think she I blocked, think she blocked Kyle her. and forgot or didn't know how or... Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I think she blocked Kyle. Because if it goes straight to voicemail like that... Damn. I mean, Kyle's texts weren't showing up green, which I think when you're blocked, all your texts... It's not iMessage anymore. Oh. I think. I'm not totally sure she could have blocked her and then taken her off but then it was still going to voicemail so i was like i think kyle's been blocked yeah the last and text from kathy just said I we need to talk love face really mm -hmm. and then it was just all kyle oh yeah are we gonna get to see any of the real drama that happens with kathy or did they did they take it out because she sued or we, there was a mid-season trailer that shows Faggate? So, yeah. Yes. No. Faggate is coming. Yes. I think. Uh, Faggate looms ahead. Uh, I can't you wait. See, you see her this in the a, real moonfall. In a driveway. But what but what I'm concerned well, Kathy um I saw on TikTok had a viewing party for her return to mm, Housewives. But why would she do that if she knows that coming up there's gonna be uh Faggate? Maybe she's like leaning into it. She's like, yeah. I'm gonna, she's, she's planning a an interview yeah. where she's like, I am against fags. 
It's because I. It's the right time for it. Hate. <laughs> <Yeah. know. laughs> She's like, this is the best opportunity I can have. Yeah. She's gonna mobilize. Yeah. But yeah, she and Kyle have like a weird lunch, but also it looked really good. I'm sorry. I wanted that. that. <laughs> oh, I I needed it. Kathy forces them to eat a single baked potato each with caviar on it, and I was love like, caviar, butter, caviar, sour cream loaded onto a baked potato. Like that's all I want. Kyle's a she bitch. She is. A yeah, bitch. I hate shitting her. on that. I was like, I you know her. exactly what this is. She tried to butter. Kyle. Kathy tried to butter okay. Kyle's potato, which I thought was really sweet. And show her how to break it open. That was like big sister, old little sibling. You know what I mean? I like that. Kyle refuses to be little sister. She will not, will not, cannot. Like there's some psychic drama of where she believes that she always should have been big sister. Big Kathy. She, yeah, she wanted to be Kathy as kids. I can I think feel right. it. Because she feels, I think, I think Kyle feels older than Kim. Yeah. Because of mm-hmm. Kim's, you know, Kim. Mm. And I think, in a way, she feels older than Kathy. And I think Kathy has to, like, remind her from time to time that you are the youngest. I'm going to block your phone number and make you worry about why I'm not giving you any attention. Yeah. Kyle worked, too. Like, she, Kathy, like, never worked. So Kathy and Kim are, in many ways, like, far more childlike than Kyle. And which is Zayna Locks, Kyle's very childish herself, but... Kathy got yeah, she basically got married at seventeen. To like, I mean, she's her whole life. She's been her feet and haven't you touched deal the floor. With her now. Yeah, mm-hmm. who peed on Kathy's sofa and ruined a rug? Is my big question. Like, what parties? That was Do you think wild. Kathy, she parties, right? Yeah, she's chain smokes. I know that. I have confirmation of that. We need Real Housewives smoking IG to get in there with some pics of Dorinda chaining, Kathy chaining. Like, they have some fucking work to do. Yeah. Do you think she just blow? Yeah. I Or provides it. Yes. She puts it on a baked potato. Mm-hmm. And then she says, go for <laughs> it. She says, go. There's no fentanyl in this. Don't worry. She gets what some if... good shit out of that. Oh, she gets pura. Pura. She gets Miami Coke, <laughs> mm. which yeah. I had once. Nori, like we talked about in the pod, I had it once back before, yeah. back when, before I was sober, and I was blasted. Oh my I god! Was, I was Sonic Sex. Yes. Wow. But Kathy, or maybe Kathy, just sat down and pissed like a cat. Yeah, it's <laughs> Kathy. We all know. We know that it's Kathy. It's Kathy. She squatted and was like... She said, hunky-dory. Hunky-dory. <laughs> a, a very strong stream. Yes. Yeah. You know, cats, that, it's like they, they spray. Yeah. She sprayed. She marked her territory. It's like in the like Exorcist. Male cat. She came down. There was like a party going on at the Hilton's. Everyone's playing piano. And she walked down and goes, you're all going to die up there. And then she just pisses in her nightgown. I, I want to see a TV pilot from the perspective of of uh, is it Paola or Paula? Paula. Paula. I want to see. I want to see the life of Paula. Mm-hmm. Be- the lady, because it's like her life must just be hell in a very interesting way. I do like whenever Kyle imitates Kathy. Yeah, the voice. Mm-hmm. 
I'll bet Paula gets paid six figures a year. That's Easily. true. Yeah. yeah. She actually might have a good life, maybe. She could. She's a better life than me, probably. Yeah. She probably lives. Professionally. <laughs> she probably lives yeah. at the house, too. Yeah, I want to. Pr- I want that. Maybe that's the next Downton Abbey. Did you did you catch the shade that Kyle was trying to throw, uh, Kathy, when she said, "Oh, so now she has a name." Mm-hmm. That was that was like shade against. That was shade. She was yeah. trying a lot of things. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, the lady. Oh, now she's Paula." Oh, I guess she has she a name. Like, oh, yeah. This would p- potato. You're gonna just feed me a thousand dollar. Okay, Kathy. I'm like you, bitch. You know. Shut the up. fuck up, Kyle. Shut Mauricio up. What's going on? Mauricio you're also not a woman has, like, of the people. You have three hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like your your family is like will be billionaires soon. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah. I feel also, like Mauricio Kath- is like bankrupted a small like Kuwait or something like that. Like I feel yeah. like there's something like that happened with his company. I've Tracy Egan Moore like I'm having these memory flashes of like Tracy Egan nations Morrissey have been bankrupted kind of... to provide Kyle and Mauricio the life that they now call their own. So like you know what a caviar baked potato is, bitch. Yeah, also I would have <laughs> been like even if someone, even if it's wrong, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love your hatred of Kyle. Me too. I, I feel like you don't do that with your sibling. You don't or you throw... do if it, things are tough and you're trying to air their ass out. I guess. I just, I'd be like, if my sister did that to me on TV, I'd be like, you know, be like, I'm going to I w- I was... If the cameras were rolling, though, you it's mm. like a, just a power struggle. I was always on the Hilton side whenever, like, when Mauricio did the agency, I was like, that is kind of shitty. Like, yeah. it's a little shitty to, to, to be in family business with someone, and then you just do your own thing. Like, I understand why they would be upset. I get it. I understand why Kim said, you stole my goddamn house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we know so much now. My favorite Kim moment is when during the Amsterdam dinner fight when she when Kyle says something and she's like crying and she goes, oh, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> You're sitting there. I was having a conversation with her on the plane and the whole time you have a napkin going. <gasps> and she imitated her. And I was like, oh, my God, she just nailed Kyle. Nailed. Do you think do you think Kyle Mauricio still have sex? I think he's probably would... fucking other some yeah, people. They have an they have an yeah. agreement. Or something. It might be open. Yeah. But it's for him. They're just like, don't... I don't want to know about it. Like, don't humiliate me. But yeah. do whatever. Keep the, like, the shared account money flowing. Mm-hmm. But if I ever... If news ever yeah. breaks about yeah. any of this. Yeah. She'll cut his throat. And mm-hmm. I don't want any monkey pox in here. No. Yeah. Don't bring home Don't the bring MP. Don't bring home the MP. Yeah, Mauricio mm-hmm. will be one of the first straight people to really get it. Mm-hmm. Has it happened to a straight person yet? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. A I lot. just haven't been following because I can't, like, I can only take so much. And monkeypox content is just not on my list of things right now. But Hasn't it already I, gotten to kids I saw? Or did I just make that up? I thought I saw that. Well, now polio's here. 
Oh, thank God. Okay. So the kids have to worry Throwback about Throwback Thursday. Uh, <laughs> wear but, your polo uh, for polio. I don't know. Is there something there? There was some woman on TikTok who did like this long informative video about like she, and you can see it all over her. And she's like this straight woman. And she's like, basically, I went to every doctor and they were like, I go saw away. That. I saw that. <laughs> we don't want to deal with you. They said, go to the CDC. She goes, where, where's that? Where is that? <laughs> what? It's in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, go take a fucking flight. Yeah. To the go tell the CDC. And Wait, she was like, did uh, she, Does she get it from sex? I you, it doesn't you don't it doesn't you don't have to get it from just sex. They're saying that don't but, try clothes on anymore in the in the store because you could get MP from trying clothes on. From shopping. From shopping. Yeah. From shunking. Yeah. Fuck. I, I saw on Twitter, they Nothing. said, wash the clothes and then use OxyClean because it has hydrogen peroxide in it. And the regular detergent doesn't kill monkeypox. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw. Yeah, I read I it. I thought tweet. it was just. God, that's like in the beginning of COVID when people were like leaving their clothes out in the garage. Yeah. Like, I, that's like, I can't go back to that. Yeah. Are we all just going to get monkeypox? I got my. I mean, I there's a vaccine, though, so it's fine. Yeah. Right. I, I'm on a wait list. Did you get it yet, Nori? No, I haven't gotten it. Yeah. I, I'm on a wait list. I'm just we'll never... I'm not touching anyone ever yeah. again. I'm a virgin, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're all virgins here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm born again. Yeah. I'm born again. I'm saving myself for Christ. What if I see Mauricio one day at like the spa? <gasps> He's like, you hey. better. Hey. or just do a jack and look at each other across the steam room yeah that's like they well the cdc they were trying to encourage Mm -hmm. and and one of them was cyber sex and one of them was masturbate six feet apart yeah yeah and so it was either like fuck yourself on skype or make eye contact Mm -hmm. i love that Diana Jenkins has her Christmas spectacular where only six people are invited. (laughs) (laughs) She's filled her house with Christmas trees. And my favorite is that Kyle showed up with a mask and was like, I don't feel safe taking this off. I'm I'm scared. But maybe after I have a drink, I'll take it. And I'm like, okay, well, then the whole thing falls apart. Like, you either are going to wear it the whole time or you're not. Like, the second you remove it from your covering your face, it's over. Like, I'm tired of now, it. Also, yeah, you're all being like, tested. You all tested to even be there, production-wise. Yeah. Also, you all have antibodies. You all just got it. And also, I'm just like, commit to it or don't. Shit or get off the pot with all these shows where they're like... And even being in a restaurant where people will... Remember when people would walk to the table with the mask and then... And then you could take it off finally when you got to the table. Bullshit. I'd rather you just be America's America's, like, mask mandates and the way that Americans, like, handled it was just, like, uh, talk about shunking. (laughs) Shunking. I loved wearing it in an airplane, but then getting to take it off for each sip. But then put it right back on. And I would, towards the end, like, this year when I flew earlier, I would... I'd take my mask when I was sitting by the window and I'd take it off a little and go, just to breathe some air <laughs> facing away. I'm just like, good God. Um, Nori's like, Crystal. Judging you, Carrie. No. 
I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Crystal Valentino dress. Yeah, what's this dress? I like oh, this. Oh, you know, I I wore it recently to a premiere thing, and my background's so plain that I was like, I I was like, maybe I'll just keep it up because it gives some some sort of it gives well, something. I, li- I like that it's popping from the beautiful white. And yeah, there's like this, I like that. I went to pop of color. I went to a movie premiere with like two trans women who are like actual models, like they're paid to model. And it was the most humiliating experience of my life. Like we, we did the red carpet and it was like, I, I have no idea why I decided to torture myself in such a specific way. Like the photographers, whenever they got on, they were like, click, 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 you know, like it was like 20 minutes. I get on. It was like, click, like, like they were, they were like, they're like, okay, we're done. Like, can you, can we please like move it along? They didn't even, they didn't even put my images on Getty. I couldn't find them. Oh, they weren't even there. Fuck that. I know. That's their loss. Right? Yeah. Nothing is more harrowing than like a step and repeat moment. Yeah. Like, no. It was, it was I've traumatic. Done maybe one or two, but it's like I, my, I go into full freeze mode and start profusely sweating and I've yes. never felt comfortable and yep. i'm like i don't know what to do with myself and look like a, a fucking deer in the headlights i did yeah. one once for a halloween party and my fiance is like a famous artist and and he he was in his full like toxica garb lara where he dressed like a cyber goth <laughs> with fake tits full commitment and he went on i was too me and his friend were also dressed like them <laughs> And we were about to go on, and they went, okay, just Simon Haas. And they, like, had him come on, and they yes. made us wait. Click, 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 click. And then they, we just, we walked on, and they didn't even, like, they didn't even yes. shudder once. So I was, I, I feel you. Like, it's hard, to, it's hard to articulate just how um, horrible it feels. Because that's so public, and it's so, like, you can feel the judgment of... Because because everyone's trying to figure out if you're a somebody or if you're a nobody, and they're like trying mm-hmm. to figure it out in real time. And the moment you figure, the moment you know that they've decided that you you in fact are a nobody, it's a uh, it is just a well, you are bad somebody, feeling. So Thank you. That's their. You are somebody. Movie. I am somebody. Yeah. You're gorgeous and brilliant, and that dress. I got it for free. Someone gave yeah. it to me. Fuck to tag that them. All I had to do was tag it, and I got it for free. Okay, so designer, it's designer. It's Christopher John Rogers. Uh, Oh, what? Okay, for for Target. You got fucking dressed by a designer for an event for a red carpet event. So let that sink in. Let that sink in. That's the only time I want to hear. Let that sink in. Thank you. First of many red carpets to come, and they will rue the day. They'll rue the day. Someday, Nori, we'll be on a red. We'll be, we'll be with you, yes. and they'll be like, "Y'all, step to the side." No. And then Nori, and then we're gonna be no, like, "No, no, no!" And we're gonna be like, "We're gonna be like, you did it!" Mm-mm. It's gonna be power. We're triplet. gonna all three of us I'm walk. Gonna walk show up on. to the next red carpet that you're at in the same dress, and we'll have our like Kim, Kim. Cattrall, Miley Cyrus, Sex in the City two moment where it's like they'll want us to catfight. But you'll graciously be like, mm-hmm. get over here. That'd be and, the, and then punk. everyone will go nuts. Yeah. Before I went on to the to the girl to the to the girl I was with who's like a trans actress and she's gorgeous. I was like, Is my makeup okay? And she was like, Oh, you're wearing she's like, You're wearing makeup? And I was like <laughs> and I was like, Oh I was like, Yeah, I'm wearing 
<laughs> what? I was like, yeah, I'm wearing makeup. She goes, oh, like, okay. I was like, yeah, it's great. You look great. I was like, I'm going to kill my, I'm going to commit suicide on this red carpet <laughs> in front of everyone, like a Buddhist monk. Be- <laughs> you're gonna self you're gonna self emulate they're like is it for climate change and i'm like no no it's not and your last words you would be spray, i got a free dress you spray your name in blood so yeah. that they can spell it on the, on the back on the seven repeat oh <laughs> it'd be fun to have like a carrie white not carrie bradshaw moment on the red carpet mm. where you just get like dumped in pig's blood like that's gonna be like and just kind of like, and everyone's laughing at you, and then you just kill everyone. Yes. Oh, I want that. And this red carpet stunts, we don't get enough of those because I think we haven't had enough red carpets. Like, we're not back in a full swing of like events yet, but I look forward to like some more. Like, we need another like Tara Reed moment where her tit just yes. came out of her dress. Nori, I, I'll send you the video, but I did when I worked at a magazine, paper magazine, they had me do a Facebook live of the VMAs in New York city on the red carpet. And it was truly, I was in like the not chic press area. Like there was like a, the real press. And then I was down in like the boondocks. It's a, it was crazy. Like having to be like, talk, come talk to me. <laughs> and, and like at a certain point people were just, I was just like on the live being like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And then the only person that talked to me was Amber Rose. Ugh. Love. She, cool. was, she was amazing. Of course. She's, yeah, that makes sense. But I had to be like, Amber Rose, you're on the cover of Paper Magazine. We love you. And she was like, oh, yeah, Paper, hey. And she came over and talked. And I was like, thank God. But it was, <laughs> the red carpet was hell. It's hell. Anyway, um, speaking of women who have no problem on the red carpet, back at Diana's Parasite House, we find out EJ. that. DJ. Sutton has Omicron, of course. Sutton has Omicron. She shan't be making an appearance. I don't believe it. And EJ corners Crystal and starts peppering her with eating disorder questions. And she goes, oh, you have an eating disorder? She goes, what do you do? I take laxatives. (laughs) She goes, you like to purge? I like to poop it out. And then... Truly the piece de resistance of the entire show was someone coming out with like hors d'oeuvres and they go, this is like coconut, blah, blah, blah. And EJ holds up a chicken and she goes to Chris, she goes, you can't have this. It's a chicken tender. Walks away. And I was like, this is actually comedy. Like this is a Christopher Guest movie at this point. And that is incredible. This is Nathan for you. You can't have this. There's a chicken tender. Can I be, can I live, I feel really safe in this space right now. Can I share, like, I went through a period where I was using laxatives a lot. Mm -hmm. So, like, when Erica brought it up, I was filled with such shame because I, like, I was like, bitch, don't do this to me, you know? And because I've been there and it's it's dark. And I was like, don't give her any ideas, Erica, you fucking bitch. I also, I just want to go like full Kyle right now with my own like disordered thinking around like eating and be like, what do you use? Metamucil? Like, and it's like, that's, but that's like, it's so real what they're doing. It's not right, but it's okay. Whitney Houston. You know what I mean? 
You can't have this. this is a chicken finger from okay. Freddy's. You can't have this. Up until, uh, up until <laughs> the chicken finger moment, I do have a different take on the EJ moment. And okay. I'm not, I'm not an EJ fan, obviously. I mean, who would be? But like, I just saw it as like trying to be non judgmental. Like, I was seeing it as yeah. like, she was like, oh, how can I in this moment? provide a space that's non-judgmental, very anti-Kyle. Like, I'm not judging. I'm not, like, and for me, it felt almost like she was, like, trying to lean into, if you're actively in an eating disorder state, let me make normalize it in a way where you don't feel, like, ashamed. Yeah, that's a good point. I think she was trying to relate. That's how I read it at first, too, where I was like, I was like, this seems like, and that's the moment where I was like, damn, all these women have yeah. eating disorders. And there's like, they're being frank right. and open about that. And we're seeing like two women who have dealt with the same thing in different ways, like talk about it. And then she did chicken tender. And I was like, that's, that's it, funny. Like <laughs> that. Yeah. It did go south with the. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, guess... I was like, this is common. Like. I don't know if they know each other like that. It's certainly as edited as though they don't know each other like that. But I think if I was with one of my best friends and we were on that law level and ha- like knew each other like that, I would totally go, you can't have this a little chicken. Tennis. No, I mean, like, I've like, I've laughed with you, Laura, about like my eating shit. Yeah, like it's just, we can it's, tease, we can tease, but it was, and Nori, I think you're totally, I think it is like harm reduction, as you said earlier. Yeah. I think, and she's like, we're in the limelight, like, don't ruin your teeth. You know, like, she was trying to be real. Yeah. Um, but it just, it was, and I I understood what she was doing, but just as someone who's, like, been on the last bit of journey before, I was like, oh, no. Don't. <laughs> don't talk about it. <laughs> anyway. Shockwaves through the community at large. Bravo viewership is not ready for these discussions. No. But also, it was like, it felt more authentic than Kyle's um, kind of, tell me what you do, you know, and it, Erica was being a little more casual about it. Yeah. Which I thought was more refreshing in a weird way. It felt real. And I agree. I agree, Lara, with like, with like, I think that um, Erica was just shy of saying, I that's what I do. Like, that's what I've done. And she didn't say it out loud, but that was what was unspoken was she's relating in a way of, well, this is what I. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kyle has like Alan on brain where like, it's like you tell her something in confidence and then her reaction is like, what? And then it's like, it doesn't make you feel better. It actually like stresses you out way more because, and like, I when people do that, it's just like, oh my god, like this you've made it so much worse. Yeah, there's a time and place for like kind of sweeping reactions to things. And I think in a moment like that, when someone feels really powerless, they don't need like talk about drama mask. They don't yeah. need like you know, the Greek chorus like Cassandraing you, you know, and I think I think Crystal was just Crystal was reverting a little bit to a place of clutch, like last season when she was walked in on by Sutton. And I don't blame her. A little fragile. Yeah, I like it when Crystal gets fragile and then real in the private jet. Mm -hmm. 
I just I I'm loving this season. I think it's like serving time and time again. But I always am intrigued by Beverly Hill, like in the minutia of their drama, which is like they actually are like some of the most blessed women on the face of the planet. Yet they manage to like get in a tizzy about like dogs. So I'm here for that. That's true. Well, Mm-hmm. The disclaimer at the end should absolutely have been at the beginning, and they should have said like, <laughs> "Trigger warning: This episode will 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 include like that's what it, that's what they should have done was have it at the beginning, and then after this horrible toxic triggering episode, it was just like, anyways, here's a phone number for it was oh my god that was bad. Well, they, then, then they would have lost the viewers. <laughs> yeah, they can't have that. You're right. Yeah, You're I need right. them to keep being the toxic queens they are. You're right. <laughs> Let's not make both. Like, no one ever was like, oh, my God, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is going to be just, like, amazing women acting, like, beautiful to each other. Like, that was never the contract that we signed as viewers for these shows. So, like... You can't have this chicken tender. You know what I mean? Everyone, it was just wild. Even Garcelle, who came in at the end, she was like... She said something, like, really f- f- blunt and frank, and it was, like, it shocked me, but it was, like, kind of funny. She said, Yeah, what um, did she say? She said, oh, she goes, wow, you look really thin. And I was oh, like, that was shocking. <laughs> Shock. And then she goes, take what? the compliment. She goes, take, you say thank you. She goes, you say thank you. I was like, thank you. That was <laughs> no. sick. Garcelle might be the most toxic of them all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but to- Garcelle is toxic. She does, like, I do think the tides will eventually shift on her. She is kind of doming everyone with her. Like, I, she's fallen into the role of, like, I'm going to say the thing and be direct about what none of us mm. want to talk about, and I'll steer the conversation. But then there's moments like that where you're like, oh, okay, like, you're doing something here. But I'm glad to see it because I don't want I don't like it when anyone is painted on these shows as like the saintly person that you're supposed to root for. And I feel that's kind of what Bravo tries to do is like, especially with introducing like uh, cast members of color or like Mm -hmm. any other race except for white. It's like now you all like root for this person. They're so great and they can never look bad or be like problematic because they're black or because they're Asian. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Like everyone can have like bad moments and good moments. It's called the human experience. Yeah. I agree. I think Garcelle's doing the Lord's work by being like toxic and like I like truly because I feel like she is doing like anti representation thing where it's like just like what you said. I'm not really articulating it very well, but just... No, you are. I like that she's subverting your expectations of, like, what you think. She's going to be this, like, woke social justice warrior? No. She's going to say, you look thin, say thank you. And it's <laughs> like, it's like, oh, oh. Well, yeah, she's she's a wealthy woman in Hollywood. Yeah. She's been an, a working actress for 30 years. She's like, been she's famous have, for... Exactly. Yeah, she's going to have toxic... Uh, yeah. Inclinations. My dog is getting into trouble. Um, shuffling little page boy nori nori thank you so much for being our first guest on the podcast yeah that was first yeah yeah wow wow we've had we've had some like during zoom live shows we've but this is our first real like episode Uh, i'm honored podcast guest 
I'm honored. We're honored. You're a delight, and you know everyone should follow Nori on social media. Yeah. Twitter at, at Nori Reed. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram Nori Reed. Twitter Real Nori Reed. There's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Real Nori Reed. <laughs> That's so Raven on Disney Channel, which Nori wrote, and you wrote the first trans character ever on a yes, Disney Channel it, show. Yes, it's the reboot of That's So Raven. So it's called Raven's Home, and it's uh, I wrote the first live-action trans character for the Disney Channel. And she's... Incredible. A, talk about toxic. She is a, a heiress. She's a toxic heiress that doesn't like to work. Hell yeah. We need that. We need oh, it. That's we, so chic. We need that. it. I that's crave me. that. That's me saying, Dorit, that's so chic, but I mean it. Yeah. Little girls everywhere and boys and non-binary children will aspire to the levels of toxic that you've created for Disney and it will inform a whole new generation. So thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you. You did a great job as our first guest and I'm honored. And if you're in LA or in any, or at all and you see Nori on a lineup, you have to go see her because all the clips I've seen of you doing stand-up are so good and I need to see you. Oh my God, thank you. You perform all the time. All the time. All the time. If you ever if you ever want to see me perform, I post the flyers on my Insta story so you can always see like where like where an upcoming show is gonna be. But yeah, come out. For sure. Come out, come out wherever you are. Yeah, come out of the closet people. (laughs) Say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you. Nori, we love you. Love you. Well, love and light. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.